Welcome back to Britney Graham. Yeah. All right. So, uh, what's uh, what's 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 the what's the latest news on our, our queen Britney? Did you guys hear that Britney has ascended and become one with the world spirit? Finally. As so, she's 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 a Sagittarius uh, sun. Uh, Aquarius moon. I'm reverse that. I'm an Aquarius sun, Sagittarius moon. So I think we have a lot in common. I can understand uh, uh, how she's feeling about becoming this, uh, 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 having ascended. You know? Oh, hold on. My, uh, I, I'm being told something. There's breaking news. What's this? Oh, what, what, what's going on? They, they're speaking out. Finally, oh my God. They finally, fi- we have a new member to the Free Britney team. I, oh, we have to. I, I'm sorry, I have to stop this recording. I need to I need to know what they're saying. Who is it? Who, who yeah. is it? Cheapy Tuesdays just recorded an episode on the Britney documentary. Guys. This is big for her. This is I big. think Britney might have finally made it. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. It's, an, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Montreal, Canada. It really is. Uh, I'm. It's me, Calden. I'm joined today by. Uh, introduce yourselves, fellas. Jack. Damien. Your favorite. We're we're and make make way for the men. Let's <laughs> start talking <laughs> about the Britney documentary. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, do we have some thoughts. Um. Yeah. So, uh, going way out of our lane to talk about Britney Spears. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's time. Let's hear what the men are saying about Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness. Um. Yeah, this is a very interesting documentary. I think uh, thought provoking. I've. Uh, we all have. Uh, we all have uh, things to say about it. But uh, I think let's let's start off with uh, what uh, what is Britney Spears meant to us growing up, as of late. What was what, 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 when you when I say Britney Spears. What do you think of now, and what did you used to think of? Uh, well, she wasn't really a big part of my childhood, but um, in high school, I was aggressively bullied by a um, a drag queen who uh, loved to, to to dress up in drag and dance to Britney Spears. And I associate Beyonce and Britney Spears largely with being uh, bullied by a sixteen year old drag queen. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's so brave. <laughs> Interesting. I have I have no words. <laughs> Damien, how about yourself? Uh yeah, I mean virtually non existent and, and no and no no reference like Jack's you know. <laughs> nothing that interesting. No, I mean I, I knew who she was obviously and, and I had sort of I think like an aesthetic appreciation for her. Um somewhat similar to like the, the Hannah Montanas of the early two thousands. Like I, I had an mm-hmm. idea of the sort of style that was ever present, but it was it was mostly in the background. Like if you ask me to name a Britney Spears album, I, I couldn't do it. So th- this documentary was like my introduction to to the phenomenon, kind of retroactively. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's going to be an introduction for a lot of people's kind of phenomenon because it's like everyone knows kind of her. It's, she's like a household name, right? That's that's the whole idea of like Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. But like now we get to we get to see the uh, how the Britney Spears sausage is made and uh, what's uh, the, the nice the <laughs> the systems <laughs> that are. Uh, battling over her and uh, what she's kind of dealing with what she kind of represents what uh yeah what's going on in this documentary and the the conflict just, in it and just like the politics of conservatorships in general yes yes but also, also just add, yeah exactly the politics of conservatorships and kind of what they kind of represent and uh yeah i guess if we can 
start talking about this documentary. What do we? Uh, what were our thoughts on this documentary? On this? On this? Uh, what's this documentary called? <laughs> framing Britney Spears. Framing, framing Britney Spears. There you go. So yeah, whoever whoever wants to go first. I'll pass the I'll pass the mic over. Sure. Okay. Game, so game well, well, we were talking before we started recording, and Jack, you, I think you had a good summary, which is like this document. Well, all documentaries have to tell a sort of narrative, right? And of course, yeah. Like the, the the narrative that this documentary is portraying is that Britney Spears uh, started out as um, a kind of initial uh, star vehicle, very much motivated by her family. Uh, they they have kind of descriptions of you know them taking her to like a mall and like singing in a mall and you know very much like um curating her performances from yeah. a young age to maximize her audience mm. rather than say focusing on like her songwriting yeah um, or like the actual like art itself yeah yeah it's more yeah, about the, it, the promotion of it and like the kind of commercialization of it potential the the money potential of it yeah exactly yeah and and then i guess you could say so we could put that as like the first phase and then the the documentary presents two other phases the the, the second one is sort of the one in which they try to present her as a bit of a pioneer, um, like they, they present her sort of as like a bit of a share kind of character, like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, she's presenting female sexuality in a way that's like kind of avant-garde, you know, relative to her time, uh, you know, whether or not whether or not that's true. I, <laughs> I know we were talking about that. Um, and then the third phase is the one in which in which she's completely a victim um, and her the, the mental health crisis brought on by uh, the exposure to the paparazzi and the the hectic life of of, of um, fandom, you know, uh, is basically taken advantage of uh, by by her family, and she becomes essentially a prisoner. And then and then it ends, you know, with the trial ongoing. So I, that's that sort of the, ends, the it, it does yeah. end kind of weak. This the the, the yeah. strength of the documentary. Right. Like I think when it becomes its most uh, engaging and like when it, when it really affects you is like when you see the kind of like support her fans have. I thought it started really strong with like immediately like mm-hmm. kind of uh those like the footage of her fans and just really down to like the person like person to person like her fans and her and I think this uh, from that point on it kind of talks about like the people the, the 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 forces the systems get get in between her and her fans you know and like let's say her art and stuff like that. But then it kind of ends weak. It kind of ends with the uh, Ends 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 with a whimper, you know. It doesn't really have any kind of strong thing to say. It, it becomes a little redundant at the end. It ends with some Britney trutherism as well, where there's like, yeah, we all agree that the conservatorship she's going under is kind of fucked, and she definitely doesn't seem to to want to be in that position. But then, like all the all of the time spent letting the the free Britney people talk about how her Instagram is like secretly like these coded messages. That are being like slipped to the public about her conservatorship. I thought I thought that was interesting. I kind of enjoyed the, the the social media <laughs> angle of it because I think it 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 reflects this kind of new um uh, lines of communication we have with like these like celebrity figures, these idols and stuff like that. Mm. And that becomes another thing that like this conservator like clearly showed that like because it was new because social media was kind of new, the conservatorship kind of didn't really know how to handle it, and they didn't know to like whatever like immediately like, take control over it or have this kind of like. Right. Lengthy control over it, right? And it kind of, I don't know, it was, to me, it was kind of like a direct line between her and her fans. And it makes sense that, like, her fans were treated that way. I think it's, uh, I think, I think, I mean, listen, uh, they were right, right? <laughs> they were able <laughs> right. to pick up on, uh, on it being <laughs> fucked up through her Instagram in some weird yeah. way. 
Although honestly, like, I don't know to what extent they can, I mean, I don't know too many of the details, but I'm not sure to what extent they can take credit for that. Like uh, that part, I was sort of incredulous watching it where they were like schizophrenically like dissecting sentences. (laughs) You know, like there's a photo of a window and she's like, sometimes you just need to get away. And they're like, well, this means she's being forcibly (laughs) confined. It's like, that doesn't mean that, you know, like you can't say that. It just sounds like the vapid Instagram post of any famous person. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, I think, I I think, okay, okay, let's talk about that. If of, of any famous person, I mean, any famous person is under the same kind of pressure the same character of pressure that Britney was under right so you're telling so you're a, a full-on I'm all saying, famous people instagram truth i'm not saying i'm not saying they're all trying to be free because i think definitely i think <laughs> not, listen hey, hey listen <laughs> I, I see what you guys are doing i see what you guys are trying to do to me <laughs> but i so i'm saying you have these people these celebrities these people who are celebrities right being turned into products like and sometimes they are turning themselves into products but the the idea is you have these individuals who are being turned into products for this celebrity industrial complex right but that that kind of this this machine that turns people into like cultural products to be kind of like consumed or like watched doesn't always do it in the same way like i think when we think of like like rehab and these kinds of breakdowns at least for me like the the immediate figures i think of are like Lindsay Lohan, Britney Spears, Amanda Bynes, you know, I think like even I think the film does present and I think in a fair way that like the male celebrities aren't put under the same exact levels of pressure in this celebrity industrial complex yeah, as no kind means. of yeah, as like this right, female right. kind of like uh 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 whatever like uh, as the uh, as women who are who are in this kind of machine, right? I think yeah, I think there's something there. I think when I, when I, when I watch this movie, I think about uh, that was it the documented Open Secret. You think about like people like Amanda Bynes. You think about this like oh, just how how prevalent it was that you hear hear about like young like former child stars and also like you know like you know, when you have like kids like singing and like acting. That's like that is like child labor. <laughs> that is oh, child yeah. labor, and it's one of yeah. the, the last kind of vestiges of child labor that we've like accepted. Just just for these like to, to have these kind of like. Uh, uh, celebrities, these idols for 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 whatever, like yeah, for for to to become products, you know. I don't know. I, I'm kind of rambling at this point, but yeah. <laughs> I thought at least this is. I now what I'm saying isn't always what the movie. What I'm saying isn't definitely is definitely not the argument that the movie I think makes. I think the movie mm-hmm. kind of shows glimpses of that, and these are kind of like oh my own conclusions I've come to through yeah. watching this movie. I think uh, we've all. I, I I think this is a good time to talk about. I guess this movie's argument and how right. I think it's lacking and limited, but it still is like let's say showing us a window. <laughs> as, oh, as I was saying, oh. free free Calden. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I'm stuck I, in the I'm stuck in the uh, Montreal podcast industrial complex. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He's under my conservatorship. <laughs> yeah. No, no he's controlling my eighty two dollars. Mass appeal. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I I was I had been talking with you guys earlier about how like there's that Tevi Gevinson article that's been going around. Yes. Um, specifically about. Um, about this documentary and specifically like the ways in which the documentary tries to it does it, it tries to frame parts of Britney's career as if she herself was in full agency through that career and, and I understand the, it, like, the impetus for that right mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. is that they're trying to create juxtaposition between like who she was before and who she is after her conservatorship but you know the article kind of points out this idea that like she was 
you know, she was a child when she started. She was never really in control. She was, and you know, the the millions and millions of dollars that get poured into each of these celebrities to like create their brand are are so much bigger than them. And like these dollars are not directed by them, and these dollars define them. That the way that you're going to be marketed, the way you're going to yeah, be presented yeah. I think to the there's world. There's a great line where it's like you get sucked in by people who are not necessary, you know. But it's just like this: mm. the the amount of capital flowing, the amount of money flowing, draws so many kinds of like parasites to you you know these, oh, these yeah. people trying to like get in on that action and and, and and they make it explicit in the in the there's that one like um uh court document they show where uh they actually refer to the conservatorship as a, a as a company yeah. yeah yeah they're like it's like we shouldn't be thinking of this as like us caring about her mental health we should be thinking of this as an economic partnership it's like Right. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty wild. Yeah, Jack, continue your thoughts. Oh, you're, you're, you're yeah, sorry, sorry. I mean, that's the thing. She she became a pro- she was a product always, and she was always yeah, under yeah, control. Yeah. But then she, but then when she tried to break out from under that control, they legally imposed it upon her. There wasn't really, I don't think, much of a difference between her before conservatorship and afterwards. Yeah. She now there's just like, to now there's just the an system. official like name to it. Let's say. Yeah. Now there's an official kind of like yeah because it yeah that's it. Yeah, and the other thing, of course, is that like as I was saying, is that um, and and Gavinson t- points on, touches on this too, like you know. I was watching this with um, Sarah and our friend Anna, and we all reacted, you know, sort of balked the line where they said like, oh, well, you know how powerful it was to be a woman singer in the age of NSYNC. Like there weren't always women on the Billboard Top 100. And yeah, exactly. I mean, you watch, that, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Exactly. Watch any of the documentaries about like Nina Simone, Aretha Franklin. You get the same yeah. kind of like motions of like, what it's like to be a woman in this kind of like in the music industry, right? That's it's. I think it's it's. I see what you're, I think what you're trying to say is that like that kind of struggle is nothing new. That well, kind of fight is nothing specifically new. Specifically, that like there wasn't anything revolutionary about her being a woman who was singing, and in fact, like she was a reactionary figure to like the Lilith Fair crowd, to Lannis Morissette, to all these other women artists that were already rising in the '90s. Um, to be more submissive, to be more. Who, who are the artists you, know, you named? Like, 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 uh, Tavi Gevinson makes the comparison to Lance Morissette, who is, of course, you know, angry, like, like the, the angry woman. Like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. And you've got the little fair crowd, which is my comparison, which is like that Tracy Chapman, uh, Sheryl Crow, uh, sort of these like very. In fact, actually, Britney Spears, if you look up old interviews of her, with her, um, she her intention with her career was she wanted to be like a Sheryl Crow. Oh, there you go. But she yeah, was yeah. pushed into being more of like this sort of pop diva. Yeah, I um, think I think the film's positioning and the things we're talking about where it's kind of like the, the limitations the film has in its kind of like worldview, in its politics, in its diagnosis of this issue and why why we need to free Britney, I think is limited because it comes from this uh, fan perspective of this kind right. of like mm-hmm. this recent uh, this like because the thing is, is like 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 you were saying yes these things have like been present she's not like I think she, in, in a historical context she's not revolutionary but I think mm-hmm. the, the reason the film posits her as this revolutionary figure is because I think she was let's say like the first for a lot of people to kind of like get people thinking this kind of way right where it's like uh, mm-hmm. let's compare Bernie, uh, to like Bernie Sanders or Bernie Sanders <laughs> <laughs> and on like a world politics level it's not revolutionary it's Bernie right? bitch <laughs> Bernie Sanders is like fighting for things that are pretty like commonplace in like let's say like Europe or like other kind of like 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 uh, like uh, capitalist countries with like social uh, democratic uh, safety nets. And Bernie's not revolutionary, but like it's in his context, in the kind of people he's tapped into, he is revolutionary, right? And I think it, it mm. d- depending on the frame of how far we go, how far we zoom out, is kind of what we can attribute 
uh, is whether will determine whether or not we can attribute Britney Spears as a revolutionary. I right. think yes, on the big picture, definitely not. But I think in her in the circles that she was able to tap into in America, I think she. Uh, is is at least at least it's, I, I'm not going to call it revolutionary, but I can understand that kind of like perspective that this. You're just saying like on a, on a generational level. Yes, on a generational level, because it's like every generation there's going to be new people who haven't heard of like mm-hmm. they they don't have a Sheryl Crow, you know. And then Britney Spears kind of became their Sheryl Crow. I think she, I think she, so, so, someone kind of like yeah, yeah. She can it's 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 a, it's a dialectic, you know. She continues that kind of conversation of uh, right. Uh, yeah, there, there's a definitely place something in the to... pop music in the in the in the music industry. Yeah, no, sorry. As I was gonna say, there is something to be said about like normalizing something or pop, mm-hmm. like it, basically like turning something into background noise. I think is very productive. Like, uh, we we could call her like the kind of like Bill Nye the Science Guy, uh, <laughs> yes. for like having yeah, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, starless yeah. sexuality, right? It's yeah, like yeah. you know he's not coming up with new science, but but he's distributing it in, in an yeah, effective yeah, way. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I guess let's talk about. So that's that's that the the film definitely comes from that kind of uh, angle. Um, and so take that as you will. I don't. I, I think. I think it's definitely like we're saying, like limiting. It's clearly like limited. Like, uh, uh, let's let's call it small, pick, small scale kind of like perspective on things. And I think it really steps on itself, or like it, 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 it the film, like like we said, the film kind of like withers at the end, or it, it whimpers because it doesn't have this strong like. Interestingly enough, it doesn't have a strong framing of the situation, right? Where like they've, they they've. Called Britney Spears a revolutionary, they call uh, they, they the film really focuses in on the conservatorship, and mm. I think in in the filmmakers' minds, it's like the issue is the conservatorship. That's the issue. That's what we're going to focus on, you know, because it's 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 the one issue that clearly that has like that's defined and that they can actually like look at like very like cleanly, you know. But I think. What's underlying that, I think we would all agree, is this kind of like where this like the 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 misogyny of kind of like of culture of why there might be misogyny of how uh, this kind of capitalist force in uh, the celebrity industrial complex benefits off this misogyny, right? Because it's like to be a celebrity is a very contradictory thing, right? Where you're being like at the same time from like the celebrity's perspective, they're being like 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 praised, but then also at the same time there's something to be like disgusted by, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just become it's it's just a uh, yeah, it just put someone on like. A pedestal and just uh, I don't know. I just choose people out. It choose people out. Yeah, and I, it's disappointing that the film doesn't set its targets on. I guess I mean on capitalism, right? But I mean, I, I can, who can I? I can't really blame this this film for <laughs> not doing that. Can't blame the Britney Spears <laughs> well, documentary for not being a scathing critique of capitalism. Yeah, yeah. I guess I can't blame them for that. But I think um, in my reading of it, that's kind of where I kind of uh, what I thought about. I thought about uh, uh, how uh, how this American kind of star system is organized, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I, th- I thought it was really interesting to see the uh, this the, the people kind of gravitate towards her that really wanted a piece of the action, you know, that just wanted a piece of the money, you know, that just had no compassion for her. And I think, I think, I think something that's to the strength of the documentary is the the interviews. Mm. I think the 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 wide uh, variety of people they were able to interview, going from like lawyers who are involved in stuff about uh, conserve. What, what, cons- how do you pronounce that? Yeah, whatever. I'm not gonna bother saying that. Uh, the paparazzi <laughs> guy. Um, who else is there? Like, like a former assistants and stuff like that. Uh, <laughs> the Brit, the 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 uh, Britney Graham people. I thought it was an interesting variety of uh of, of interviews, and I thought I thought they, it wasn't like it wasn't like uh softball things either. Like sometimes they put the uh, people being interviewed under the under scrutiny as well, you know, and how they 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 benefit that how he like especially with the. Uh, 
the paparazzi guy uh, behind mm. that uh, the, that famous picture of Britney like going to ham on a truck with an umbrella, you know. I enjoyed that the film, uh, I guess, gave more uh, uh, like a clearer picture. Right on what's yeah. going on there. He was one of the most interesting people in the documentary. Like the amount of cognitive yeah, yeah, dissonance yeah, yeah. he had, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. that I imagine paparazzi have in general. Like all the all the footage they associate with him with too is him like saying like such contradict like Brittany, how are you? We're worried about you. Well, like taking yeah, photos of her, these guys sell to like right. Or, or, or like I thought that was the strength death. of the uh, the editing, how they were able to juxtapose his statements to that kind of clearly like the uh, the footage that kind of paints a different picture of that. Mm-hmm. You know, in in terms of like limits of the documentary, it's like okay. I mean, I in I don't know. We can't really expect it to be about capitalism, but I I, I do think like there is something to what you're saying, called and that like it got like halfway there. Like yeah, I was yeah. watching it, and I thought there was like um some parallels to um making a murderer, right? Yeah. Where it's like making a murderer does a good job at presenting a compelling case about like small scale corruption in a particular case. Um, but what it doesn't address is like we could say broader prison industrial complex, et cetera, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And and the, what we could say is like the symptom of that is that making a murderer is is a lot of fun to watch. Like th- this is a fun documentary to watch, the Britney one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a it's a good time. Um, and, and so like it would be somewhat paradoxical for it to like address the actual problem, which is like the commodification of narrative. Right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. like earlier we were talking about it's like these fans it's like I'm not actually I mean, this might be cynical so jump in but like <laughs> I'm not convinced there's something that strong of a distinction between like enjoying the plot line of of Britney Spears mental health breakdown and enjoying the plot line of like her conservatorship victimhood right it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. right like, for sure th- yeah like these these guys with the with the Instagram podcast it's like they're having a blast, like dealing with this person's plight, and it's like, you're, okay, well, it's like your business is literally involving this person's, like, involving the attention on her, you know, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah it, I, I get what it, you mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like we've been talking about earlier, this idea that like we're so obsessed as a culture with stories, and narratives, and, and and these, you know, the the same people who are munching popcorn watching Britney's fall, the same people munching popcorn watching her redemption, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the narrative attracts the same people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's the same uh, character to uh, to paying attention to this kind of story. Yeah, for sure, mm. for sure. Man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's like if you were going to like design um, her trajectory as an artist, like I could I could imagine like inserting this as like it's like okay, this is the episode that goes in the middle of the season. She's at her lowest point, <laughs> and then right, afterwards, right, right. like, and there's a redemption album, whatever. And, and you know, this is not to denigrate like. Because it's like what's what's not cynical about this documentary is like the fact that she was actually suffering throughout it, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. like it's like it's a terrible experience. This documentary has, I think, I think does have like it does come from a good place. I think it has compassion for her, you know, in mm. in 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 the way that uh, it kind of like they really give uh, whatever, like they give her kind of struggles like this kind of like compassionate kind of lens of like look at all she was going through. And, and but then like we're saying like this this. This film is also like benefiting, profiting off that, you know. But I think there is, there is kind of like a, I, I do think there is, it's a net positive just because it gets to, uh, whatever, like, I don't know. Is it a net positive? I guess, yeah. That's, let's, I, let's talk about that. Is this movie yeah. a net positive for her? I, I really don't know. I've been thinking about that for a couple of days now and I can't quite figure out how I feel about that. Um, there's definitely part of me that I, I I feel sort of torn in both directions by this. Um, on one hand, it does feel like the movie is exploitative, 
it feels like it's the same again exploitation machine as any sort of exploitation machine that sort of is part of this it like it it tries to divorce itself from or be removed from but it is in fact part of the industrial celebrity complex that it is trying to critique yeah um, but there is i think on on i mean it's just like like they say in the, i guess they do say it in the documentary where it's like what if you're wrong about this and then the person was like well if britney tells us to like to 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 piss off to leave her alone then we'll do it but it's like I don't know. I guess she she kind of has been saying that, but then she's also kind of supportive of it. But then maybe it's like a maybe this is a, a crude kind of like comparison, but maybe some kind of Stockholm right. syndrome between her and the system, and that like she's like, all right, whatever. If I if I if I get attention, as long as it's like supportive of as long as it's right. of a, this other kind of character, you know. But it's like they're so intertwined. But they and I don't know. They just they, they end up just creating new villains. I mean, like. Justin Timberlake, for instance, appears in this documentary, and he's sort of given the villain edit as to, to use a, this is true. a, a RuPaul terminology. Um, and like, he's also a child star product of the media industrial of like the yeah, yeah, industrial yeah, yeah, complex. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, what's to stop him from having the same? What if what if he had the similar meltdown because of press generated by this movie? And then like in, in like five or ten years, we end up getting a framing justin timberlake documentary yeah. i mean i think yeah uh, you're you're absolutely right you know i think this this i think this again that speaks to i think this um this documentary's limitations as being made from this kind of fan perspective it kind of takes uh it it, it 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 doesn't take a step back to look at the kind of bigger picture of things involved i mean that's why we're here that's why we're here giving you this reading uh audience lovely cheapy tuesdays people who uh keep all we're, i mean listen we're trying to build our own celebrity industrial complex around uh, around these opinions you know <laughs> <laughs> i want to i want i want to do this podcast from malibu <laughs> yeah well i'm I'm, as, I, I'm not being paid so I'll, i can uh, i can virtue signal about that there you go uh, you know i was i was surprised i was surprised that they didn't um uh bring up the dr phil incident i right, thought yeah. i thought i thought for sure they were going to go into that because like dr dr phil is i think a, a perfect example of um of everything that we're describing like this like pure commodification yeah, of cheap like, just cheap entertainment yeah like it's like here's someone who's like in the middle of like a bipolar episode let's drag them out into national television and humiliate them and mm -hmm. then mm -hmm. and then you know it, because it, i mean it's not that simple like a lot of these people you know petition to be on the show because they want to benefit from it so it's this whole economy that people participate in mm -hmm. um anyway I, I think uh going back to jack what were you saying before i wanted to continue on it What's the last um, thing you said about the uh, how, how this documentary is itself part of the expanded celebrity yes. industrial complex? Yeah, it doesn't take a step back. Yeah, no, with the Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. So it's like the the thing is, like, like I was saying before, right? Where it's like this this kind of industrial complex, this this the way capitalism kind of uh, goes about like arts and culture and commodifies it to like this huge commercial level, right? It it lacks there's there's a lack of compassion, and then it's it's almost like. To to start like setting the sights of your guns of uh, of the targets on Justin Timberlake, it's like well, it's like understandable at like a fan level maybe, but it's also it, that's also missing the bigger picture of like he was also a victim of this. It's this you have to you have to think of it as like this cycle that keeps perpetuating itself, you know, and it keeps it keeps creating more victims, and then these victims of this cycle become the people who kind of like perpetuate it. You know, it's like you have like someone like Charlie Sheen who was like wherever, like, involved with, like, just, just, just some terrible shit when he was, like, young, right? And then, like, there's stories about him. Was it, like, kind of, like, abusing and, like, uh, sexually assaulting other people? And then one of his comments was, like, sorry, that's just that's just how Hollywood works, you know? That's just how it is, you know? Which which just clearly paints a picture of, like, this is, this is how he was treated. And then he's, like, right. well, I guess, I guess this is how the world works. 
this is how the world I'm involved in works since I was a kid, since his dad was like famous, his dad's Martin Sheen. And since he's like, this is the world, how it works. And then this is how I'm going to keep treating other people, you know? Right. And I think it's, I think before, before any of our fans kind of try and point the, point the blame on Justin Timberlake, you have to understand that he's, he's under the same stresses of the system, albeit in a different characteristic because he is a man. He does have that kind yeah. of privilege where he doesn't go under the immense, the greater pressure that, or, or rather the different pressure that women go through in this system. Yeah. Of course, you know, even though I was giving my exa- my Justin Timberlake example, it would ne- probably never happen to Justin Timberlake because no, Justin no, Timberlake yeah, is yeah. a man. Exactly, exactly. But it, it, I understand what you mean. But it's like it's important to, I don't know. The, the film doesn't definitely doesn't try and uh, paint him as the victim of the same circumstance. You know, the film is very uh, 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 narrowly right, when, focused. But I think I think of the stuff the film presents, whether it was intentional or not, I think there is good things to think about. I think I know I have some. Uh, I have an interesting uh, list of what I recommend people should watch after watching this. <laughs> mm. I think um, of of the things I can think of, like I said, an open secret. It's a documentary about uh, uh, like this uh, this was it this this specific like child uh, child abuse case in like uh, Hollywood with these young child actors. Um, that p- paints this uh, picture of like this bigger like um uh, um. Uh, industry, this commercialization, this complete lack of like compassion in how uh, Hollywood organizes itself, uh, how ex- exploitative it is, and how uh, these young kids are just like being chewed by this machine and then spit out. And usually, by the time they're spit out, if they have survived it, if they have found success, they think that like that's what you have to do, and they kind of perpetuate this kind of cycle. Um, another one is uh, Cold War. It's a film about. Uh, What's a film about this kind of romance during the Cold War about between these two uh, artists? <laughs> um, but I think it's interesting seeing the uh, seeing how the film presents a Soviet kind of approach to uh, to I don't know what to call it stardom, talent, art, culture, and how they kind of organize around that economically, and how they how they find talent, and what happens to this kind of talent in that system, right? Because I think mm-hmm. I think what happens to Britney Spears is like it's terrible, it's tragic, obviously, you know. Because she's under so much stress, she's like suffering because of it. But it's also like it's it's happening to a lot of people. It's happening to a lot of people in the same thing. And yeah, yeah. I think those are my two wrecks. I'm trying to think what else. Well, the next episode we want watch a crossroads with this new lens of uh, mm-hmm. Britney Spears, the celebrity, the uh, the American celebrity, American dream. I don't know. Would you guys, you guys have any uh, any thoughts? Any any closing remarks? Mm, I don't know. I, I was. I, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jack. Oh, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, no. I was. Just, I was gonna like add to the list of wrecks. I was. This is actually when I was watching Crossroads. I was like, this is kind of like a mix between like kids, you know, like that 1995 movie, yes. but like, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, with the, like uh, American Army National one. Lampoon Road Trip edition. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like I, I, I do think that uh, like kids is it's like a good documentary to watch um after a documentary that's actually a funny Freudian slip there it's it's a good movie to watch <laughs> after you watch this documentary or after you watch crosswords um because you know it's about like there's the it's the middle of the AIDS epidemic in New York and there's all these teenagers and like most of the teenagers are doing either irresponsible things or like directly malicious things like like there's you know a lot of sexual mm. assault and like just like you know petty theft crime you know uh, conflict etc and it's like what what's good about the film is that it's impossible to watch all of these individual actions and leave feeling like what was depressing about it was the sum of the individual actions. 
because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. it's diagnostic of like a toxic culture that, that the kids are enmeshed yeah. in. And that's sort of what I thought this documentary was lacking, to your guys' point. It's like what you're left with is a sum of shitty things that people did. Um, and it didn't address, you know, the context in which it was facilitated, I guess. So, yeah. Mm. Jack, you were about to say. I, I'd like to end by pointing out the lyrics of Britney Spears' song, Overprotected. Let's hear it. Um, say hello to the girl that I am. You're going to have to see through my perspective. I need to make mistakes just to learn who I am. And I don't want to be so damn protected. There must be another way, because I believe in taking chances. But who am I to say what a girl's to do? God needs some answers. What am I supposed to do with my life? How am I supposed to know what's right? I can't help the way I feel, but my life has been so overprotected. Damn, man. Word. Honestly, like, for all our criticisms, I'm going to say free Britney. Yeah, dude. I think, I think, I think, I think, I think, yeah. Free Britney for sure. Free Britney. Free Britney, without a doubt. Um, Yeah, yeah. This movie's definitely net positive. I enjoyed a lot of things about this movie, what it presents. Uh, It's very thought-provoking, honestly. Very, very thought-provoking. Maybe, maybe, turn the gears in my head, you know. I'm trying to think what else there is, what I might want to add. Yeah. Yeah, so don't get us wrong. At least don't get me wrong. I enjoyed this movie. I think this movie has a... Uh, uh, is is noble is uh, a noble effort in uh, trying to help Whitney, but I think in its uh, in its uh, attempts, I think it's good to take a step back and also consider what might be lacking from this documentary. But yes, mm. free Whitney, we uh, we're 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 rooting for you here from Montreal. The official cheapest Tuesdays stance mm-hmm. is free Whitney. Listen, my people are calling those people there, and uh, we're going to lead an insurrection to uh, to free Whitney by force. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do we, uh, I don't know, is this a movie? Uh, do we want to give this a rating? I guess if we gave it a rating, it would have to do with, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. So. yeah. I don't know if I can give it a rating. Yeah, that, that would, it's it's tough. Tough. it felt more like an entry to our commentary. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> what is the best wine well, I mean, to I love pair doing with that. the free Vinny dog? <laughs> <laughs> I like a good Bordeaux. <laughs> no, it's not, as long as it's got to be white, you know, like that's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. Actually, that may, I, I would say a rosé. A rosé would probably pair well with the Britney documentary. Yeah. I'm going to say bubbly. a Kentucky bourbon to uh, since she's from Kentucky. Oh, okay. It, no, hmm. is she from Kentucky? She's from Kentucky, right? Uh, I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to be drinking Kentucky bourbon. I, I, it's like I drink Kentucky <laughs> bourbon with every movie I watch, and everyone's from Kentucky. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, thank you, Jack and uh, Damien, for uh, your sharing your thoughts on this. Right on. Uh, tune in next time, uh, where we'll be talking about Crossroads. Time for a uh, time to time. Let's 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 revisit Crossroads and see what we can pick out. What we can uh, co- make comment about uh, this this celebrity industrial complex that sometimes produces movies too. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, everyone. www.patreon.com slash cheapy tuesdays also follow us on facebook and instagram yeah peace